Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. You're listening to Arrival Audio recorded live at Arrival Bangkok 2019 and distributed here by Tourpreneur. In this talk, Carney Tomer, founder and food explorer at Walk and Stroll, shares her passion, purpose, and hunger for the street food of her adopted country and how it propelled her business forward. In 2009, my husband was working in a place named Singapore. Where is Singapore? I didn't know. I lived in Israel and I didn't care because every time he left me for a week going to a place named Singapore, we had two young kids and every time he came back, he said, the food is good, I don't have jet lag and then he would fall asleep for another week. So you understand, I didn't like the Singapore. One day he came and said, maybe you join me, see where I work, what I do. I said, no. I'm not interested. Singapore took you away from me, I'm not joining. But it's close to Thailand. Close to Thailand, I'm coming. <laughs> we left our two kids and went to a honeymoon in Riley Beach Krabi in Bangkok, and then I arrived to Singapore. It was January 2010, I think maybe one or seven. The first place where a foodie will go is the market. I'm a foodie, and every a foodie needs a market to explore. So I looked at the Lonely Planet, because there was no TripAdvisor, or it was only the beginning. Where is the market? I cannot find the market, because in Singapore, they call it a wet market. So it was under W. I arrived to the Teka market, and that's it. I was overwhelmed. So many vegetables and fruits and ingredients that I couldn't even know what they are, selling Chinese, Indian, and Malay food. So, I'll tell you what was my schedule. 10 o'clock, I ate chicken biryani, served on a banana leaf. In Israel, banana leaf grows in the garden, but nobody uses a tray. At 3 o'clock, I had high tea at the Raffles Hotel. As you can hear from my British accent, I must have my tea at, in sweet scones every day at three o'clock. At seven, we ate huge mud crabs swimming in a sweet, fiery, spicy, delicious sauce. And then you use mantau, which is buns, to dip inside the sauce. To make long story short, after these three days in Singapore, my heart was left in Singapore together with my husband. He was there. Suddenly he called me and he said, you won't believe my boss wants us to move to Singapore. Maybe half a year, maybe one year. And he was very surprised that his stubborn wife said, yes, I'm coming. We took our two kids that didn't know a word in English 
and we arrived to Singapore. It was April 2010. The sun was rising. I sent my, son, uh, my kids to school, to an international school, to catch some English. And I started eating my way along Singapore. Satay, barbecue stingray, sotong, and laksa. After 10 days, I got pregnant. Be careful, ladies. The food in Singapore is too good. Okay, so a pregnant woman has cravings. I missed my grandmother cooking, I missed my mother cooking, and I started cooking Israeli food. It became very successful, so I opened a small cooking classes, uh, cooking school at my home, carrying, making hummus and pita and falafel. But this is not what I wanted to do. I wanted to learn everything about the gastronomic paradise of Singapore. So I started doing research, learning about the Chinese, Malay, Indian, Indonesian cuisine. I read all the blogs, all the books, all the TV channels, everything, everything I need until I became an expert. And then I had to practice. So who are my first clients? Mother-in-law. Hi, my mother-in-law is coming to Singapore. Can you take her for a tour? You don't have to bring her back, maybe after two days. So they were my first clients and it was very well. Later on, I did a tourist guide course, I became a travel agent, and then I became the first culinary tourism company in Singapore. I turned my passion into a profession. So this is me with the badge. So today, our company has about seven freelance guides that all of, the, all of them are hand-picked by me. Most of them are food bloggers, marathon runners, journalists, uh, cook in a canteen, everyone that knows everything about the local cuisine, not only to eat, but to tell the story of Singapore through its food culture. So beside Israelis that I guide in Hebrew, we have tourists from all over the world that heard about our unique experiences, even Chinese, even today we had two China market uh, 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 tours, and people from all over the world, and all of them are sharing with me my story from a tourist to a food tour boss. I'm not only a food tour boss, I'm a food storytelling. And today, I'm going to share with you about some of our signature dish. Let's talk about hawkers. Don't look at me like this. I said hawkers. In Singapore, until 1970s and 1980s, a hawker was a person selling food in the street, like in Bangkok, like in Vietnam, like in Cambodia, like in Indonesia, there was a man carrying a basket with some rice and some pork, or carrying a pushcart with some kuetiao, flat rice noodles, stir and fried with a wok hay. But Singapore became a first world country, and then all the hawkers were transferred into hawker centers. In Singapore, you will find the best hawker centers all around the country serving, look at this delicious food, 
carrot cake, misiam, nasi lemak, chicken rice. Now don't look at me like this, that I'm so clever, but I was a tourist before nine years. And my guests are tourists, and they were calling me, and they say, what's going on in this hawker? I don't know what to choose. Is it vegan? Is it vegetarian? Is it kosher? Is it halal? What are they serving here? I don't know. Everything is, of course, delicious and tasty and organized and clean, but how can you choose? So we created, my first tour was a hawker center discovery. And today, we feed people from all over the world. We bring them to a very with the local experience. We sit at the hawker, we buy for them the food, we tell them the story of the food and the taste and everything. But today, I want to share with you that the food is not the only story that we tell during this Hawker Center discovery. Because we have bigger stars than the food. These are the Hawkers. You can see Zul, the king of the Prata, and Melvin that makes a very traditional Teochew, intensive organ, uh, pig organ um, delight, served as a Japanese bento because he's the next generation of hawker, and Ben, that his delicious uh, noodle story is in the Bib Gourmand of the Michelin Guide, and they are the real people that preserve the hawker culture in Singapore. They are the ones that come, wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to clean the to boil the stock, to clean the pig skin, to chop everything, to work in an unair-conditioned un environment and work very, very hard to serve the best dishes in Singapore. They chose not to go to the office and work with a nice suit under the aircon from nine to six. They chose to preserve the hawker culture of Singapore. So when I tell my guides about you are now having a hawker center discovery, don't talk. You are not the leader in this tour. Let the hawker tour. Let the hawker tell his story. And for me as a tourist, this is the most important thing and the mission of us to show and tell about the hawkers. So believe it or not, uh, five years after I created this uh, Hawker Center discovery, the hawker culture in Singapore is nominated to the UNESCO list of culture heritage. And in 2020, hopefully, you will all read and hear about it. Remember who told you about it first. Thank you. So, we left the hawker for a minute. Let's talk about crazy rich Asian. As I said, I'm a crazy but not rich and not Asian, so we have a crazy rich Asian tour. We have the Netflix, Netflix street food because everyone today saw the series and today we give them the uh, chance to be a part of the series. Today we launch a new uh, self-guided audio tour and last but not least, I want to present for you my next generation of food explorer, Shaili Tomer. She was born in Singapore. She speaks Hebrew, English, and Mandarin without an accent. And she will teach you now how to make fried cauliflower. Today, Hi 
在地上不可以吃了。嗯，这个是不好的，这个是好的还是没有放在这里？你要做这个还是这个？这个没有有很多 space， 你可以放这个在那里。谢谢你。Thank you, thank you so much. So I'm Carney Tomer, food explorer from Walk and Stroll. I'm looking forward to meet you all and discuss how we can create more culinary adventures around Asia. So what are you waiting for? Let's walk and stroll. See you. We hope you enjoyed this session from Arrival, the only event dedicated to creators and sellers of tours, activities, and attractions. Head to ArrivalEvent.com to register for upcoming conferences around the globe. And for insights into the in-destination industry, head to Arrival.Travel. <laughs>